You're listening to We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a Supernatural superfan and a Supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. This week, we'll be covering Season 4, Episode 5, Monster Movie. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. a small question to make um um a correction yes of myself <laughs> what a correction of myself a correction um, of yourself what yes you <laughs> last last episode i mistakenly said that katherine humphreys who wrote metamorphosis was the co-writer of um uh, Faith and the writer of Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, and that is incorrect. I had her mixed up with Rael Tucker. <laughs> Rael Tucker is the co-writer of Faith and the writer of Dead or Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, not Catherine Humphreys. Uh-huh. Uh, I made a tweet about it, but I figured I should probably mention it. Oops. It's surprised that nobody else caught that mistake, though, and... <laughs> correcting me on it i remembered myself i like um a few days later and i was like ah fuck (laughs) so but this week our episode is written by ben edland directed by robert singer and it's the best see when i saw the name ben edland i was thinking there's like a guy that was in a horror movie his last name is Edlund, I think. And I got them confused. Oh. Wait, the guy with the fingers. What's his name? Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy... Krueger? Krueger, yeah. That is not Edlund. <laughs> That's his last name of the actor that plays him, is I think. It? Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, oh, did he go on to screen right? <laughs> no. And then it's not acted anything. He does. He's a producer. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> the guy with the fingers. I mean, that's a good guess based on my w- really weird description. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you got Edlund from. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. His name is Englund. England, yeah. England, yeah. Okay, never mind then. That was really (laughs) off. I mean, it kind of sounds similar, so you weren't too off, but you were a little off. (laughs) A little bit. Okay. All right. 
correction corner aside let's get into this episode um i love the way this episode opens we get an old school like movie title at the beginning with the orchestra music and we open it's like dark and it's clearly rainy um and we see the impala drive across the border into pennsylvania babe wasn't looking and i had never noticed this before but i saw a mention of it in the like trivia minutia thing on the super wiki for this episode um if you look at the pennsylvania sign when the lightning flashes it changes to transylvania and back again mm, yeah uh which is brilliant That's um, really cool. so yeah the boys are heading to a case uh Dean says the music sucks and turns off the, the organ music that's playing. Um, and he is very excited because um, they have a, a weird, but ultimately sounds pretty straightforward vampire hunt on their hands. Um, he's pretty psyched to get back into the saddle. You know, Dean or Sam, meanwhile, is like, um, well, the end of the world is coming. Maybe we should worry about that. <laughs> Dean's like, look. Like, we can't save the world all on our own, and we definitely can't do it right this exact second. So, let's just, you know, put that on the back burner. We'll work on it when we can, and let's do this for now. Um, he calls it a black and white case, which is a little bit on the nose, <laughs> considering <laughs> this episode is entirely black and white. <laughs> it's, it's, like, already very different vibe than it's any so other episode. good! I love it. This is one of those episodes, like, this is one of the earlier episodes where they got to play with the format a bit, you know? Like, we get, like, um... Um... Mystery Spot plays a bit with the, plays with the format. So we get the time loop thing. Um, yeah. Tall Tales, that one plays with the format. Both of those are trickster episodes. I'm trying to think what else has played with the format. Um... Oh, um, Ghost Facers, that played with the format big time. Like, I love... That's one of the perks of this show, is that they could, every now and then, if they felt like it, they could fuck around a little bit. And it almost always works out. Yeah. There's a couple instances, one very particular comes to mind, that don't really work quite as well. But that's also probably in part because we have so many good episodes, so many, like, off-the-wall episodes that work really really well that like when you get a weird backdoor spinoff pilot in the middle of a season and you're like what was, uh, what's the backdoor spinoff pilot bloodlines oh it's where they trained to they did that like the last season of the office too they like they're tried to do a, a pilot show. yeah to see how well it does pilot and, and they never work out <laughs> yeah they never do i don't know why pe- producers keep doing them because they never really work out there's one in season 14? 13? 14? I think it's 14 as well. Um, and I liked that one a lot more, but that one also didn't work out. So, it's a bummer. But, yeah. So, like, <laughs> there are so many really good trying something weird episodes that the bad ones yeah. <laughs> seem really bad by Didn't comparison. Really stand out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but the boys are heading on their way. We get a little, the little circle transition thing that's really classic and the boys arrive in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. And it, it like shows up they're in Oktoberfest. Very like Oktoberfest. Everyone's in <laughs> letter homes. Haley didn't see the Oktoberfest sign and she goes, are they in Germany? <laughs> I mean 
<laughs> that would be your second guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know I've where they were. Oktoberfest isn't really a thing in Germany. Probably not. <laughs> it's like a very Americanized yeah. version, you know? Yeah. Babe, it's your turn. Okay. Put that away. I distracted. I noticed. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. I'm not mad at you. I just wanted to be faster. <laughs> okay, so am I the first bold? Yes, you're always the bold. Am I really? Yes. I never remember. You're always the bold. So it pans into what's obviously Oktoberfest. There's polka bands, big pretzels, um, people dressed up in German-ish attire. Yeah. Um, Lots of that. And big beers. <laughs> um, Sam reveals he saw the new Raiders movie without Dean. I don't... What are the Raiders movies, by the way? I've never I have heard of no them. idea, actually. Um... Yeah. Could possibly be referring to the fourth movie in the Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah, um, so I was wondering, but you wouldn't call it Raiders, you would call it Indiana Jones. Yeah, maybe they couldn't say Ra- Indiana Jones because it's copyright. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they pose as FBI to get Sheriff. How do you pronounce his name? Dietrich? Dietrich. Dietrich. Um. To show them the body of the victim, who's a 26-year-old Marissa Wright, who had just come in from out of town for the fest. Um, she has two, like, clear fang bites on her neck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like very, very obvious. Yeah. Like very, very dramatic. Classic vampire <laughs> yeah. bites. And both the boys are like, oh, wait, uh. that's not a normal vampire <laughs> in the supernatural yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, no, not at vampire all. Vampire marks. Um, they ask about the witness and they said that there was one witness who like insisted to be on the report mm-hmm. right? yeah they were like you mentioned a witness and the sheriff's like I wish I hadn't but he insisted <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, he's unreliable yeah yeah so the boys head to the local beer garden to find this witness um, his name's Ed Brewer uh, so they approach um, the girl that Dean actually saw when they first arrived at the festival, um, they first arrived in town, the girl that Dean sees walk into the, the beer garden, into the bar, um, is Jamie. Um, <laughs> she's, like, all dressed up in her little German outfit. It's a, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, she's very skeptical of their FBI credentials. She's like, you don't look like a fed. Dean pulls a whole, like, I'm a maverick, a rebel with a badge. And, like, yeah, I don't play by the rules. And Sam's like, uh-huh, okay, maverick. <laughs> Can you point us to Ed? Um, so she, she sends them in Ed's direction. Um, they find him nursing a massive stain of beer. This thing is like a foot and a half tall. It's huge. <laughs> Enormous. Yeah. Uh, and they managed to coax him into describing what he saw, which he says he uh, left the bar, same time he does every night, and just like every single night, he decided to take a little walk through the park. That's the way he takes home. Um, and he thought he saw a couple kissing, but he said she was struggling too much. Like, he immediately knew this was not, like... Typical. This wasn't just a couple having a romantic moment because she was fighting the guy. Yeah. Um, and she, he says um, that it was a vampire. 
And they're like, a vampire. He's like, a vampire. Like, <laughs> and they're like, what? And he's like, you know, with the fangs and the slip back hair and the fancy cape and the little medallion. And he's like, a Dracula? That <laughs> says right down to the accent. Because apparently he said something like, um, oh, let me find it in the... He said, tries to do something in the Transylvanian accent. Ed says, it, he said something like, stay away, mortal. The night is mine. I can't do the accent. Um, so, but very classic Dracula. Uh, and the way that the boys just stare at him is so good. After he does that, they're like, okay. Because <laughs> they did just assure this guy, they're like, we're not, we won't be weirded out. <laughs> I always love, because they'll, they'll like be talking to a witness and the witness will be like, no one believes me. You'll think I'm crazy. And they're like, we've seen crazy. Just tell us. And then they're like totally calm as the witness describes whatever batshit insane thing they've seen and then but there's occasionally a witness that just totally throws them and they just have they just sit there and process (laughs) (laughs) it's really good um so uh the boys uh they head back to the bar and like conclude this is not their kind of case but they decide to stick around because the hotel has already been paid for and also dean's like is oktoberfest um they, while oh, while the boys are talking to to Ed, this isn't I didn't forgot to include this in the notes. We meet Jamie's coworker Lucy. Um, they have a little conversation about Ed, and Lucy calls Ed crazy or something like that. And Jamie's like, "No, he's not." She and Lucy's like, "Oh, you just saying that because he leaves you twenty dollar tips." <laughs> like, and we specifically know Lucy does this thing. It's where I, I blotting that's the word I was thinking of she mm-hmm. blots her lipstick she folds a napkin in half in half in half and uses it to blot her lipstick and then she just leaves it on the bar mm-hmm. um, and s- when the boys come back over Sam specifically like we see him pick it up and look at it yeah um, like take note of it so which is important comes comes be important later so but yeah, the boys decide they're going to... Dean wants to stick around a little bit, at least for the night. Yeah, so Dean is trying hard to pick up Jamie, the attractive bartender, uh-huh. who's kind of laughing him off. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because they go to sit down and have a beer. Dean asks her for a beer, and she's like, aren't you on duty? <laughs> is this where she's like, we have like ladies' night tonight, I can't go out tonight? That's that a, like a- at the end of this, yeah. Okay. This is where Dean calls her a bar wench. And Sam's like, I don't think they like that. And he goes, hey, bar wench. And she, where's my beer? And she's like, come in, good sir. <laughs> like, plays along with him. And then Sam's like, okay, whatever. Um, and also, Dean reveals that he thinks he's a virgin again because of <laughs> Castiel, like, healed his body, I guess, when he came back. He's like, I've been rehymenated. And Sam's like, I don't think even an angel can do that. <laughs> and Sam's like, okay, sure. Um, so good. So he leaves Dean going back to the hotel room to catch up on sleep. Um, Dean approaches Jamie and asks her out, but she says that she has a girl's night with her coworker Lucy, but she said, like, try me again tomorrow, basically. Yeah, yeah. And this is where he tells her. Yeah, he says, they probably won't stick around. She's, like, too weird. And he's like, it's not weird enough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Talking about the case that they're on. Yeah. So we cut to later that night. Um, Rick Deacon, who uh, looks like Dudley Dursley, 
Um, she does. <laughs> and a girl named Anna Marie, they're making out in the backseat of Rick's car. Um, you can hear, like, howling, and Anna Marie is worried about wolves. Uh, Rick is very d- not worried about wolves. He insists that there aren't any wolves in Pennsylvania. It's immediately before two hairy arms burst through the window and snatch him away into the night. Very classic, like, uh werewolf wolf slash yeah, team wolf, wolf, wolf man yeah arms yeah exactly yeah uh so we got to the next day the boys are interviewing anna marie as she drinks the biggest soda known to man this thing is like like did you see the, the soda she had <laughs> like what what is with the large beverages that's what i was thinking when i was <laughs> watching that too. like is there like a first ed's theme beer going on? and now anna marie's soda um but she describes the guy who killed or what killed Rick as a classic Wolfman-style werewolf show with the furry face and the black nose and the claws and the torn-up pants and shirt. The boys are like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is fair. First someone impersonating a vampire, and now this. Like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, the boys visit the morgue again. Um, the state of Rick's body is discuss even them they just they like show like a little intestine only, or something yeah i don't know what sam know holds what up but it doesn't look appetizing at all it's not appealing but the surprising thing is the heart is intact which isn't a normal werewolf behavior yeah werewolves specifically eat hearts um so that's what they feed on yeah and the sheriff shows up saying that um he found another piece of evidence that they found wolf hairs on the body, and Sam and Dean decide the case has finally gotten weird enough for them yeah, to. Yeah, and they specifically more. mention um, werewolves in Supernatural don't grow wolf hair. Yeah, they're like that's just a myth. That's just a like folklore thing. <coughs> so they go back to the beer garden. Uh, they're discussing the case over a meal. Jamie brings them more beers. She's like, I heard about what happened. I guess you guys are staying in town. And Dean's like, yep, just got word enough for us. She's like, well, beers are on me. She tells Dean that she gets off work at midnight. And tonight doesn't have to be a girl's night out. So, uh, she has a date. <laughs> um, oh, and let me cut from there to a museum. And we get the another one. of the, This is something I didn't mention earlier. The establishing shots in this episode are... With so the lightning good. flash on yeah the yeah house. you get like a big like kind of victorian style building and you get the like, sign that, like... in front of it it's very it made me think scooby-doo yeah <laughs> i think that's one of the things that like show up better in black and white it's very more dramatic with the lightning yeah. flash you know yeah definitely definitely um, so the kind of establishing shot that works way better in black and white yeah so it cuts to a night watchman at the Cannonsburg Museum of Natural History who's calling to ask why there is an Egyptian sarcophagus on the museum loading dock, which is a good question. <laughs> um, That's an excellent question. <laughs> because <laughs> museums are so particular about that sort of stuff. Like, that thing should be, like, packed in a crate, you know? Yeah. Like, if it was a real sarcophagus, and it would be delivered, like... And there'd be all sorts of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, uh, someone left a dead body in a box. <laughs> and then while he's talking, uh, the cover dramatically slides back. And then there's, there's like, like, mist. <laughs> or mist, yeah. And then yeah, you fog. see, like, the mummy's hands 
come out, and then he it's, slowly the walks he, like, towards him. Rises up out of it, like all like straight, completely straight. Yeah, like it's very the classic movie. And then, like I mentioned to you, I'm like, of course, he anyone can run. easily run away from a mummy. They're slow as fuck. Yeah, but of course, really he doesn't move away, and he just screams, just like in the old <laughs> monster movies, and he gets strangled by a mummy. He does get strangled by a mummy. So. Where am I? Okay. Uh, so we cut to daytime. Oh, also, I had to note that the mummy is probably the grossest thing we see all episode. <laughs> Besides the ear. The ear is and pretty the, gross. whatever they hold up with the wolf victim. Yeah, but that's really like that undetermined, so it's less gross, you know? There's like weird squidgy thing, ew, and then there's like an ear that's the been ear ripped off gross. someone's head <laughs> or a mummy. Like, gross. Um... So the boys are investigating the museum crime scene. Sam discovers that the sarcophagus, sarcophagus, <laughs> sarcophagus, came from a prop house in Philadelphia. Uh, and Dean's like, "Here, it's a great line. Let me see if I can find it. Um, where is it? Oh, uh, Sam says it's from a prop house in Philly." And Dean goes, "Well, it goes well with the bucket of dry ice he was keeping in it." <laughs> Sam's like, "Is he making his own special effects?" He is. This is a mummy with a good sense of showmanship. <laughs> Which is a great line. This episode is full of great lines. Um, but he then realizes what time it is. Uh, he's like, ah, oh, shit, Jamie. And he, he hurries back to the beer garden to meet up with her. She has been waiting, and she has decided she is done waiting. She says something like, tough luck, G-Man. She keeps calling him G-Man. Um, and she starts her walk home. Uh, when she finds herself confronted by none other than Dracula. Literally Dracula. Literally Dracula. <laughs> yeah. He has some great lines about, like, I've watched you from many nights from afar. My passion knows no bounds. And he calls her Mina, most notably. Um, he pursues her through the alleyways and declares his passionate love. Uh, and she, he insists that she be his bride. Um he like gives her time to dig around her purse and she sprays him with mace which causes him to drop the accent did you catch that yeah <laughs> i don't know what he, remember what he says oh yeah he says mary son of a <laughs> uh and she runs off he follows her um she runs right into dean um dracula shows up he calls dean mr harker he and dean fight dean tears dracula's ear off uh which is weird but not quite as weird as dracula making his getaway on a moped <laughs> Which was so good. <laughs> the best you hear, you just see Dean, like, watching through the gate. Because you see Dracula jump the gate. And then we see Dean watching, like, catch up and, like, rattle the gate and watch through. And you hear the engine revving. And then it cuts to the shot of Dracula riding away with his gate flapping behind him on a moped. It's the best. It's amazing. And he also managed to take the ribbon. Oh, yeah. Dean also managed to grab Dracula's medallion, which you'll note in the final scenes with Dracula, he has uh, reclaimed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, just gonna call, we're just going to call We're just going to call Unless he that. has a backup. I don't know. Well, Dean had it with him at the bar. Oh, yeah. Because um, he shows it to Sam. I just love that Dracula is riding on a moped around it's town. It's the best. Which... It's probably how we got everywhere. Oh, so all these classic monsters are driving around on mopeds. Yeah, yeah. The fact that nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So Sam joins Jamie and Dean at the beer garden. Uh, Dean reveals that they've got a shapeshifter on their hands. Um, he shows Sam the ear. He's like, touch it. Sam's like, you. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, Sam is pondering why the monster is recreating classic movies. Jamie asks who Mina is, and Dean asks about Mr. Harker, and Sam recognizes them from the Dracula's like, movie, I guess. I think so. Or the um, book, I don't know. Let me find... Um, oh yeah, Dean also shows Sam the um, medallion, and it has the same prop house label. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, he says they're characters from the movies and the novels. Mina, Dracula's intended bride. Harker, the fiancé that stands in the way. Seems like he's fixating on you, like he sees you as his bride. I'm trying to remember who, because he calls. Um. Ah, okay. Sorry, that's a note for later, but. Okay, so yeah, he's he's a Dracula nerd. Basically, which we yeah. probably kind of already figured out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're names from the Dracula story. So it's Dracula's intended bride and the fiance standing in his way. Um, Sam deduces they might be someone Jamie knows since the sheep shifter seems to be fixating on her. Um, Jamie wonders if maybe Ed is the suspect because he's the one that's like tipping her every night at the bar. Yeah, really he's, like, good he's here stuff. every night. And he's um, weird. Yeah, because so. Dean knows anyone strange come to town, so I'm going to take a specific notice of you. And she's like, I don't know. It's Oktoberfest. I'm a bartender. And she's like, there's Ed. And he says he moved here about a month ago. Lucy swears he has a crush on me. He comes in every night. Um, and he works at the old movie theater. I think he's a projectionist. <laughs> Which would be a big hint that he's a movie nerd, right? Yep, yep. That's why they're immediately like, that's our guy. <laughs> so Which, Sam, of course, is wrong. Yeah. Sam goes off to investigate while Dean stays behind to take care of Jamie. Is this where they... AKA make out with Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Is this where she makes the comment, like, is this like X-Files? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, no, X-Files scene. is a TV show. This is <laughs> this real. Is real. <laughs> Which, Which is, is funny because <laughs> it's a TV show. Yeah. So the boys, or Jamie and well, Dean. And also that somebody of the crew had worked on X-Files, Oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> many of the crew members worked on X-Files, including Kim Manners. Um, Jamie and Dean talk about how monsters are real. She's a little bit freaked out. Um, it's not at all like the movies. Um, she asks him, she's like, so you just like, what, like you and your partner just drive around the country looking for monsters to kill? And he's like, yeah, kind of. And she's like, that sucks. That has to suck. And he admits that he used to think so, but since he had a, a recent near-death experience very Very. near (laughs) he's beginning to see it as more of a mission and that saving people is actually pretty awesome um this is when they start kissing and this is also when lucy walks in (laughs) she was coming to when she walks in i'm like i knew it yeah the minute she walked in um fave got excited because she figured it out um but she says she was borrowing a bottle like, because she's got something going on back at her place. And Jamie's like, no, stick around. Have a drink. I've learned from growing up on Scooby-Doo, it's never the most obvious is the bad guy. It's always the one <laughs> yeah. you don't oh, duh. suspect, yeah. you know? <laughs> Which is funny. Um, so it cuts to Sam at the, is it Geo Theater? 
Um, I think so. He goes to the theater where um, where Ed Ed works. works. And of course, it cuts to like the profile of him of Ed like crouching over the organ. He's playing this organ very dramatically. It's so dramatic. You get like the silhouette. Yeah, because he's behind the the movie theater screen. playing, which is funny because it cuts to the theater says playing Phantom of the Opera, and he's it's very obviously trying to replicate like the old movie Phantom of the Opera uh-huh. with him playing the yeah. organ like that. Yeah, he's specifically playing Takata and Fugue in D minor by Bach. Um, just so now you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he like switches to something else after that. Oh yeah, that. he's like, like playing along and it like fades synth. out. And then he like, he like flips switch or something. Because <laughs> organs, especially like electric organs, but even just non-electric, just a classic organ, um... They have all of the buttons. Yeah. All of them. Like you So many buttons. <laughs> organs are insane. There's a I've encountered a girl on TikTok who plays the organ and she does like a below camera of all of the pedals. Yeah, there's so many pedals and, and I so was many like, buttons. I can barely handle two and, hands and on a piano. Two keyboards. keyboards too. Yeah. There's two keyboards, there's a bajillion buttons. I think I've only played something on an organ one time in my entire life, and it was because my piano teacher was the organist for our church, so she, like, brought a group of us in to, like, try out the organ. We also got to play a harpsichord at one point, which was really cool. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, very Baroque. (laughs) Um, He's playing the Casio pipe organ. So he corners Ed, and Ed is very... Like, what's going on? (laughs) And freaked out. He tries to rip Ed's ear off, and he's like, Your ear's not coming off. And he's like, It's it's not supposed to. It's supposed to come off. No, it's not. (laughs) And then Sam realizes Ed is not the shapeshifter. Yep. Yep. So back at the bar, um, Dean and Jamie are having a little chat with Lucy um, when Dean starts to realize that he's not feeling so good. Uh, And he he realizes they've been drugged. Um, He figures out Lucy must be the shapeshifter then he tries to fight her he actually manages to land in a couple good punches and he picks up the beer bottle and like or the this is the whiskey bottle and he's intending to use it as a weapon uh and then he just falls flat on his face (laughs) it's so good the way he just goes down (laughs) so Dean is unconscious um then it cuts to Dean in is that Lider- Lederhosen? Is that Lederhosen. Lederhosen. <laughs> He's um, in like a Frankenstein's <laughs> Like strapped lab. to the, like the classic table, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You see in the movie. Um, this big, He's like, trapped to a generator. Like the big straps. Yeah, the big... Across his chest and stuff. Metal things, yeah. Yeah. Um, he spots a portrait of Lucy on the wall. Um... Dracula then reveals himself with full accent. Yep. Um, cape over his mouth, walk. <laughs> the whole thing. The, the whole, whole deal. He's very dramatic, this he's guy. He's very dramatic. Um, he explains that the girl is bride number three from the first film, and she never got the attention she deserved, which is why he chose her chose her face. Yeah, there was a minutia note about this. Let me see. Um... Well, there was a thing about... Let me see. Hang on. Oh, gosh. Uh, and you are right. Um, the 
We see Ed bent maniacally over the organ. It's a reference to the 1925 movie. Yeah, Phantom. Yeah. Um, Where was it? Oh, Dracula uses the name Lucy when he transformed into Jamie's friend, which is the name of Mina Murray's friend from Bram Stoker's novel Dracula. So I've never read Dracula. Neither have I. It's on my list. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta finish Carmilla first. Carmilla is better just FYI. yeah carmilla is the og and it's gay it's og yeah it inspired and, dracula yeah it did it was one of the inspirations and it's gay as fuck so dean says something and gets punched he, like it's all sassy <laughs> let me see he says something about you've got a thing for like monster movies or something oh dean says life ain't a movie um and then Dracula's like, I have chosen elegance. And he's like, yeah, you think elegance is the word? <laughs> and he gets punched again, I think. Um, yeah, Dean's getting sassy. Um, he tells Dean that his monster movie is going to end with the monster victorious and getting the girl. He has a great line. He's like, I am all monsters. <laughs> so dramatic. Um, the guy who does this. What's his he's name? He's so good. Um... Todd Stashwick. He is incredible. He's just eating this up. He is <laughs> killing it with this role. He's amazing. That's a pretty fun role to play. I like. can't imagine how much fun he had. Like this He's probably having a blast. party. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely. This is probably one of my favorite scenes <laughs> the in the episode is you hear a ding dong. <laughs> the doorbell rings. He's about to electrocute Dean. <laughs> the doorbell rings. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'll be, I'll, like, I'll be right back or something. Yeah, here. Where is it? Uh, please, excuse me. And then, <laughs> and then he, he, does, he the, does the walk. <laughs> he does the, the cape over his face. You like, see him like do it down the hallway. <laughs> Good evening. Uh... Pizza delivery. <laughs> um, where are we at? On the top of this page. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> he's gonna pay for the pizza. The guy's like, he like has a whole bit about like, does this pizza have garlic on it? And the guy's like, I don't know. Did you Did ask? You order garlic. garlic he's like, no. And he's like, then it doesn't have garlic. <laughs> Listen, can you just pay me? I have four more deliveries. This pizza guy is just so over. <laughs> he is so done. And then and he's, he's like, like, I have a coupon. I have a coupon. <laughs> Okay, and he like walks through his house, and it's just like a classic <laughs> suburban house. <laughs> okay, because the thing is, is when you're down in the basement where it's Dean and Jamie are, it's very like castle, like stone walls and stuff. <laughs> and the best, the best part is, is you discover when Sam gets there that it's just a cheap set. Because when Sam kicks the door down, it's so great. Okay, but speaking of Sam, Sam heads back to the beer garden, uh, finds Dean and Jamie gone. Uh, he gives him a call. Dean's not answering. And this is when he notices. This is when Sam notices the remnants of their drinks on the table, the bottle on the ground, and he spots the napkin. Um, because I, we didn't mention this earlier, but when Dean and Jamie and Lucy were chatting, Lucy did the thing where she blotted her lipstick with the napkin and she left it on the table. Um, and Dean or Sam had already made note of this earlier and he spots it and he figures out Lucy is the shapeshifter. So, cut back to Dracula's house. <laughs> In his nice little suburban neighborhood. 
So Jamie wakes up very dramatically on like this big four poster bed, just a whole thing. <laughs> um, where Dracula presents her with pizza. He's like, on this metal I have plate. dinner. <laughs> we are having pizza. pizza. <laughs> He tries to romance her by presenting her with a white gown. Um, She's not into this. Um, yeah. And she doesn't want to play the game, and he, like, yells at her and scares her, and then he feels kind of bad about that. Yeah, you... Um, and then Sam is finding the house simultaneously and breaking in. Yep. Um, back in the bedroom, Jamie has changed into the dress. She looks quite beautiful in the dress. Uh, Dracula has dropped his accent... Uh, and he's like upset at himself for scaring her he has this whole speech that actually makes you kind of feel bad for him him. (laughs) yeah um he says i scared you you're the only one i don't want to scare i used uh he says i used to love the movies and she says they aren't real you can't make them real and he says real is being born this way different real is having your dad call you monster the first time you hear the word and he tries to beat you to death with a shovel this episode went from really funny to traumatic (laughs) in about 10 seconds uh he says everywhere i ran everywhere i tried to hide people found me dragged me out attacked me called me freak called me monster that i found them the great monsters in their movies they were strong they were feared they were beautiful and now i am like them commanding terrifying and Jamie says, lonely. And he's like, was lonely, but now I have you. And she's like, maybe, don't ever thought that maybe you're lonely because you're, I don't know, a murderer? Uh, and he says, or I kill people because I'm lonely. Um, and this is where they hear something in the next room. Dracula's like, did you hear that? And she, Jamie's like, what? And then she starts yelling for Dean. Um, and he kind of, Dracula kind of panics. Uh, he knocks her out. And then he immediately is like, oh shit, oh shit. Um. <laughs> But yeah. So now Jamie is unconscious. Temporarily. Um, so Sam is rescuing Dean. Um, he makes fun of Dean's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great... Um, what, is it, what is the line he says? Oh, he says, hey there, Hansel. <laughs> he says, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so I thought he called him handsome. <laughs> he said you thought Hansel. you called him handsome? <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny, too. Yeah, Dune says, like, I was about to Frankenstein me. <laughs> um, you go to find Jamie. Sam gets all through a door. Yeah, like, Sam, Sam's like trying to... double doors. Kick down the door, and he just, like, kicks his foot through it, and it just falls over. His face when it does. It's so good. <laughs> Dracula um, calls Sam Van Helsing, and they fight both of them. Oh, this is the thing. This is the thing that I was looking for earlier. Um, Van Helsing. So he refers to He's Dean as hunter. Harker, Jamie as Mina, and then Sam is Van Helsing, the vampire hunter. So yeah, they fight. Um, they're fighting. Sam gets thrown through like a fake wall, prop <laughs> this wall. Is, yeah, it's um, pretty great. And Dean like gets hit, and his gun goes flying. It's Sam's gun, actually, I think. Or Sam's gun, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And um, so Dracula's like leaning over Dean, and all of a sudden he gets shot, and yeah. it turns out to be Jamie. That yeah, shot him. and he has a he dies dramatically too. <laughs> he does. He says something like um, so dramatically. Where did it go? Where is it? Uh, he right there. 
He says, uh, he says, silver, and then he turns to see Jamie, and he goes, it was beauty that killed the beast. No, Mina, do not weep. Perhaps this is how the movie should end. And then he dies. <laughs> As he, like, collapses into a chair. It's the most dramatic. So dramatic. It's amazing. <laughs> this, this guy, he was perfect. He... <laughs> played this is so good beautifully just the right touch of the dramatic but then when he had to be serious and emotional it's so good and you actually like genuinely feel bad, feel bad, for, bad for this guy yeah you know and like it's been established with other shapeshifters we've met that like they've always been like outcasts you know mm-hmm. they haven't quite figured out how to yeah be it yeah. normal because they've always been treated like freaks you know yeah which is sad it is really sad we they all went a... about it the wrong way, but still. Yeah. Yeah. We'll meet more shapeshifters and have more shapeshifter stories in the future. There are some really interesting ones we run into. Um, sometimes those supernatural makes you feel really bad for the monster. It does. This makes me think of um, my favorite Criminal Minds episode, which is the serial killer um, has like a soft spot for this little blind kid. He was going to like kill the kid's mom and then the kid came out of the house and he ended up befriending the kid instead like he was like talking to her and planning to kill her and he the kid comes out and he realizes the kid is blind and he's like i can't take his like mother figure away i don't remember if she's his actually his mom or like his foster mom or something but um he like takes him to the ferris wheel and stuff and it's like his little buddy um and at the end like he gets shot and he's literally bleeding out, but he's, like, put his, like, jacket over the top so you can't tell. And he goes to the kid and he takes him to the Ferris wheel one last time. And he, like, dies on the Ferris wheel with the kid. And it's oh. the most heartbreaking scene in the whole show. It fucks me up every time. Um, <laughs> fun fact, the the killer, the serial killer in that episode is played by Alex O'Loughlin, who plays Steve McGarrett in Hawaii Five-0. Oh. <laughs> Which I didn't know until after I started watching Hawaii Five O much later, but like that's the kind of thing I love. I love when TV shows and movies do that. You know, mm-hmm. they like make you really feel for the monster. Like, um, I re-listened to our coverage of what's Bloodlust. Is that the episode? The one where Gordon gets turned into a vampire. Uh-huh. And do you remember the vampire in that one? How he like lost his entire family, yeah. and all he was trying to do was have a, a family so he didn't have to spend an eternity alone. alone. Yeah. And by the end of his little speech, you're like, I mean, you're a fucked up guy, but god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you poor man. <laughs> like, you feel like, bad. They didn't ask to be like, yeah. the way they or are. Like, you know? Jack, like in last, Jack in last, the last episode, the Rougarou guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you feel so bad for him because he was just, he just wanted to be normal and he just wanted to protect his wife. And, like, yeah. It does us a lot in the show. <laughs> I do it a lot. They get ya. They get ya. But, yeah, he, I love his, I love Dracula's final lines. Like, perhaps this is how the movie should end. And then he, like, dies. It's very dramatic. It's, very dramatic. it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> Um, so we cut to the next morning. Uh, Dean and Jamie are taking their time saying goodbye is what the wiki described it. They're making out in the middle of the plaza. Um, and Dean, like, turns to, like, look at Sam over his shoulder and Sam does this grin. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it was so funny. I might use that for episode art. 
I'm torn between that and the boys and like his face after Ed Brewer says that he saw Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> They're both great. Both really good. Also, when Dean sees him escape on a moped is also great. that's a really good one too we could use, i could use the shot of the vampire on the moped that'd be a good one as well um so but dean says goodbye to jamie uh sam says that he likes jamie like he thinks she's pretty cool um which she is like she's pretty badass she, she killed the monster this week she also was somewhat unfazed by the whole thing so she was surprisingly <laughs> chill <laughs> she's just like um, okay monsters exist whatever yeah, and so is sarah <laughs> who's sarah from the from the ghost painting episode, ghost painting. Oh, from season one. Yeah, okay. the girl that Sam kind of has a little thing with. That Dean's like, you should totally you just get with these her. names from people in one episode. You know, I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> um. So, the boys are gonna head out. Um, they Dean's like. Uh, talks about how he kind of like he kind of gets it you know like the shifter had a point it would be nice if life was movie simple um and then he's like oh if i was turning life into a movie i wouldn't do this abbott and costello meet the monster crap <laughs> and sam says no nah, i know what you pick and he's like no you don't sam's like yeah i do it's a very very brother moment <laughs> no you don't yeah i do <laughs> uh, and dean says porky's too and dean's like lucky guess <laughs> like bounce away <laughs> i don't know what it is either let's see what the wiki has for us oh it's a 1983 sex comedy <laughs> yeah that yep that would be dean's pick <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is a really right. good episode um oh this is a fun fact jamie is named after a fan um, named Jamie, who wrote Kripke telling him how much she appreciated the show and how it had helped her deal with her ongoing illness. And so Aww. he named Dean's, the uh, the girl that the hero gets in this episode after her. That's Granted, I feel cute. like Jamie is a bit of her own hero in this she episode, she too. She killed the monster. So. Yeah, she killed the monster. She saved herself in the end. She did. Yeah. I like Jamie, honestly. She's one of the one-off ones we'll never see again, but Aww. she's really nice. I like her. I liked her. That's just, that's the worst part. Are is we you're ever like see Ellen and Joe again? Yes. Okay. Yes, they just kind of disappeared. We haven't seen them. For yeah, a they've been busy. Listen, they're busy. <laughs> Let's see what other fun facts do we have. Um. Live music. Uh, let's see. The music in this episode is reminiscent of the music used to soothe the monster in Young Frankenstein. Um. Oh, their FBI aliases Angus and Young refer to ACDC lead guitarist Angus Young. I was wondering where that was referenced. Yeah, they make a reference to Anne Rice, who was a gothic author, author most known for her series The Vampire Chronicles. Um, gothic Arthur. <laughs> shush. <laughs> That'd be an interesting Red Dead AU. Um, the portrait of the Dracula character in the episode refers... In looks and gestures to the famous horror movie actor Bela Lugosi's iconic portrayal of Dracula in the classic movie from 1931. Um, yeah. Among other things, the cloak, his speech pattern, and the way he holds his cloak to disguise his face are gestures used by Lugosi. Could also be referencing the Edward movie Plan 9 from Outer Space, sometimes called the worst movie of all time, <laughs> which was... All, which was to have starred Lugosi, but he died before it could be filmed. Oh, interesting. Wait, what? 
I feel like they're probably just referencing Dracula. Um, Dean makes a big Lebowski reference. Lots of classic horror movie references. The Wolfman, Phantom, Frankenstein, The Mummy, Dracula, obviously. Um, Dean makes a monster mash reference. He says, so what, we've got a vampire and a werewolf monster mashing this town. Mentions Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, <laughs> to catch this freak free creature from the Black Lagoon, somebody. Um, we've got an X-Files reference. Oh, the Geoth Theater. I'm, we're probably butchering that. Refers to the German writer Wolf Han Vol... Johan... Wolf Johan Wolfgang von Fuck off. <laughs> it's well, her, um, Beethoven's new, uh, <laughs> new band name, Wolfhahn. No, it's Johan von, <laughs> Johan Wolfgang von Gioth, okay, so author of, person. among other works, the two-part tra- tragedy Faust, um, which is, is a, what is it about? Oh, it's about a guy selling his soul, which is a reference to Dean's deal. Okay. Um, we see... Oh, yeah. When, <laughs> when really. Sam approaches the stairs in the movie theater, we see a poster for the 1953 House of Wax in the foreground. He co-starred uh, alongside Paris Hilton and... Um, can't remember who else. Um, Chad Michael Murray. Who else was in this one? I feel like there was someone else. We may be mixing up another one. Um, but yeah, Paris Hilton and Chad Michael Murray <laughs> uh, in a 2005 remake. Very early 2000s stars. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, we also see a poster for the 1954 movie Them and a German poster for the 1860, or 1968 movie Dracula Has Risen from the Grave. Um, oh, Beauty Has Killed the Beast was the last line spoken in the 1933 film King Kong. (laughs) Lots of movie, so many movie references that neither of us got most of the time. If it wasn't Dracula related. I think the only classic monster movie I saw, and I only saw part of it, was Creature from the Black Lagoon. I haven't seen any of them, I don't think. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any classic monster movie. Yeah. I'm not huge on old movies. Like, they're fine. Actually, <laughs> Creature from if the Black Lagoon. Okay, if they're not enjoying. silent, I'll be more inclined to watch them. I really struggle with silent movies. I don't think any of those are silent. <laughs> but I don't they? think they are. I think they're past that that stage. Um, but yeah. This is a really fun episode. I like this episode. It's a really good one. I and liked I it. enjoyed it. I think it's my favorite episode this season so far. Yeah, I mean, we're only five episodes in. Yeah. So, but it's a really good I also good really episode. liked the, um, more, more deemed tra- time travels. Oh, in the beginning? Yeah. Also a good one. But really, a little bit. Need to go to bed. Oh. That clock is fast. Let's see. Should we do this one? Or this one? No. I like that one. <laughs> I think I might do this one. 
made me laugh. If I could have fit both Sam and Dean in the crop for the the reaction to the the Dracula reveal, I would. But they are just a little too far apart, so it would have like cropped half of each of their faces. <laughs> so it doesn't work. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about this episode, like meta-wise. There's not really much deep diving character, though. We do get the whole like grew up being told he was a freak thing. Yeah. Just kind of a, more of kind of the similar themes from Metamorphosis. Where, we like, get Dean talking about being in hell and stuff. Yeah, we do get a little bit of that as well. Um, and how Dean considers hunting to be like a mission now instead of just like his job. Um, which is, I wonder if is at least in part due to Cass. And, like, Probably. He feels more like he's trying to like save Sam. Yeah, now. also that. Um, and now he has to also stop an apocalypse, apparently. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. You forgot about the apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's trying to... He's causing the apocalypse? Lilith! <laughs> oh, Lilith, yeah. Okay. You forgot about the apocalypse! Like, it was mentioned one time by Cass, and it hasn't been mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was mentioned one time by Cass. Two episodes ago. <laughs> that was, like... Two months ago in our time. It was like a month, which is fair. Okay. Um, But yeah, this is a really good episode. Doesn't really have too much deep meta plot. There is a little bit of like symbology tying into the rest of the season. But overall, it's just a really good classic monster of the week. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a really good time. And I also didn't get 75% of the references. Oh, well. (laughs) All right. Well, um, next episode, we will be coming at you with Yellow Fever, and we might have a guest. I know Harrow would like to join us for Yellow Fever, so we'll see if we can work our schedules out, because that would be a really good time. (laughs) What is that picture? (laughs) It's great. Is this like a a comedic episode, then? It's pretty comedic. (laughs) It's pretty comedic. Okay. um, There's a reason Harold wants to come to this. Probably because it's funny. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it's got some of my favorite Dean lines. You know who had monsters? Crazy people. We are crazy! Cass is not in it, I don't think. I don't think. I know yeah, Hera no. wanted to come back for, ca- for another for cast, cast episode. Episodes, yeah, but. but he sent me a clip from Yellow Fever. I'm not turning left across oncoming traffic, Sam. I'm not suicidal. <laughs> I quote that one. He quotes that one too. I, yeah, we both quote that one a lot. I hate turning left across oncoming traffic. That's so I will psych. actively avoid it. Like, sometimes I'll be, oh, like, yeah. leaving the bank that I use as an ATM, and instead of turning left, I'll turn right, and I'll go way down and take the roundabout <laughs> and come back. Because I just don't like turning left. They also, do call the, the middle defense, lane a suicide lane. Yeah, here in Utah. I don't know if that's another state thing as well, but here in Utah they definitely call it a suicide lane. Which so. is really encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great to hear when you're learning to drive. You're a new driver and you're like, go in the suicide lane, but what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's all for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Also, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps the algorithm. It helps your um, helps more people find us. Um, if you have any fellow to- 
fellow supernatural fans <laughs> fellow supernatural fans tell them about us uh if you'd like to reach out you can find us on twitter at talk about sam pod on instagram at we need to talk about sam podcast and on tumblr and tiktok at we need to talk about sam i'm little red who could on twitter and the little red who could on tumblr and Haley, my love where can people find you you can find me on twitter at life flows on three and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. Yeah. Oh, we got a Tumblr or a Twitter mention the other day. Um, oh. my One of my Twitter mutuals, Rowan, was like men, like talking about the podcast they like. Uh, and then another mutual, Chris, was like, oh, those are really good. And then Rowan was like, oh, also I like to talk about Sam. And oh. Chris was like, how did I forget that one? And then I was like, yeah, Chris, how did you forget that one? We're literally <laughs> discord together like we're talking <laughs> on the regular like gave her a little a little bit of shit for it but yeah it was really sweet thanks for listening <laughs> they were one of their favorite supernatural podcasts it oh, made yay. me feel happy so yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next week bye bye Do you remember when you were looking at a gator by the tiny church and a wild boar took you out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was pretty right. funny. I'm just scrolling through a... Oh, it's a tiny church. Just scrolling through, um... I'm just scrolling through my messages to Ray, because I just, like, narrate everything we're doing in Red Dead to Ray, especially if it's funny. Is that Haley killed a serial killer and a bear and a gator, not in that order, and then I spent 30 minutes failing to catch fish because I didn't realize I was spinning the joystick the wrong way. Felt very dumb. And then I was wrecking uh, Charter Fix Teray. Um, let's see. What else did we do? How come you never told me your Charter Fix? Oh, these were ones that I read and I actually did send you the leaks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about ones that you had wrote. I have not really written one. Wilson. <laughs> Roten. Oh yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> Haley tried and failed multiple times to get into the vertical train car. The first time she actually got on, up onto the ledge above it and jumped in, she missed, and poor Arthur bashed his head on the edge of it. I wish we had a way to stream this shit, cause we sure are useless. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Haley killed the guy. Haley killed the guy at Larned Sod. In her defense, he shot first, and then she killed one of his goats for a perfect pelt. And then another two goats accosted her when she went to loot the body. <laughs> they got revenge. <coughs> I love to <laughs> also message uh, Grimshaw. Mr. Morgan, I've noticed you've stopped playing into the box. 
are paying into the bucks. <laughs> Haley, who just donated a gold bar and upgraded upgraded almost everything all the way. Excuse me? <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> Ray said she used to get stuck on dialogue about cold weather. Arthur, Arthur you'll catch your death. <laughs> and then I was complaining about how spooky the game is. <laughs> it is spooky. But we also discovered that Charles plays the harmonica. Really I didn't cute. know that yeah. until he he wandered away from the fire and I'm like where'd he go? And they yeah. found him sitting by the shore and he, he was, was playing, playing his harmonica. harmonica. Yeah, he played two songs and went to bed. And Haley spent a day annoying people in camp. Even got drunk by accident and then stayed drunk on purpose and it was fun. She also got her horse stolen by Copperhead. <laughs> I shot the guy, so it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> Ray said you can whistle for the horse and it dumps them. And I said, good to know. Haley just shot the guy, and Mars came back carrying a corpse. And Ray says that works too. <laughs> um, yeah, we also saw ha- Javier playing his guitar by where the ladies sleep. Well, Karen and Miss Grimshaw, it was just unexpected. We're singing along, it and it was cute. so cute. I want to go to Tombstone. Babe, I really want to go. go to Tombstone. We didn't know it was a thing. Has it been a thing before this year? Or is this um, the no, first this year? is the first year. Um. Yeah. This is from a couple days ago. So tonight I learned Arthur sings along with the gang in camp. Or if he sings along with the gang in camp, he'll learn the words and repeat the song to himself while out riding. He also apparently he's more likely to sing after a little bit of a little bit of bourbon. Makes sense. I too am also yeah. more out to seeing at to seeing after I'm uh, drinking some bourbon. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't know the words yet while the gang is singing, he just mumbles along, which is adorable. Uh, oh, also, this was really cool. I encountered two bucks, which were fighting, um, and I found them right as one killed the other, and the winning buck ran off, and I got to collect a good quality buck without having to do any work. <laughs> which was really nice. Oh, apparently, um, you know, you know the TikToks of Drunk Arthur? Uh-huh. And John, the way to get him that drunk is moonshine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Or there's a drunk Arthur cheat code, but like, I don't plan to ever use a cheat code because they can break the game. Um, Can you use cheat codes on the console? I have no idea. Let's see, what other crazy stuff do we get up to? Oh yeah, I said I'm trying to do the bison hunt and I'm really bad at it. So far, I've ruined the pelt and killed my horse. I really <laughs> don't know the... how you managed to kill your horse. <laughs> Third time's the charm. I doubt it. And Ray goes, "How did you kill your horse?" <laughs> I ran into a bison, <laughs> and Arthur went flying. And then I thought Arthur had died because it did the grayed out screen. And I was like, "Oh no, did Arthur die?" And then it was like, "Failed. You your horse your died." Horse. And I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> Oh, yeah, I learned there were originally plans to make it so you could pick a companion from camp to ride with you, but they dropped it. Uh, if true, I am big mad because I just want to hang out with the boys all the time. <laughs> like, imagine, like, Javier sings traveling songs. I know. Sean never shuts up. The boys and Sadie. Yeah. John know, and be cool Arthur could rib like each other all day. That'd be so too. cool. Like... I don't know. Ray pointed out that the dialogue requirements probably would have been a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, he <laughs> said I completed the Jack Hall treasure mission. Also, a random horse with saddle was standing on the bank of the lake when I got back from the island. I mistook it for mine, but she was off grazing somewhere. I could see her. So who's this random black Robicano? <laughs> like, I literally, I got off the horse and I was like, whose horse is that? <laughs> yeah, there's no, no NPC to be found. Yeah, anywhere. except for the, the guy that shot at me, but he was on a horse. Yeah, and where the fuck did he come from? And why I, was I could he hear him. I thought the horse might be his because so the horse just did like randomly spawn on the shore it was not there so if you haven't done the jack hall mystery the treasure hunt thing um for the final thing this is a spoiler i guess so um but for the final part of it you like swim out to a little island and a lake and then i swam back and the horse was just there and it had a saddle and everything on it the thing was is i had seen a black robicano morgan because remember there were all those wild horses yeah. standing on the bank yeah. When I got down there and I spooked him, one of them was a black Robicano. Huh. And then suddenly I get back to shore. The dog's going to bark at us. Um, and there's a ro- black Robicano with a saddle and everything just standing there. Just just standing on the bank. And I was like, excuse me? The fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I could hear gunshots off in the distance. And I was like, oh, maybe it's that guy's horse. But then... I like. I was like, well, I guess I'll just leave this horse here because I don't want to accidentally steal someone's horse. Um, and so I got on my own horse and I was riding away and suddenly there's like red dots on the map moving towards me. And I was like, what is this? And I was going to run away, but Haley was like, no, stop. Let's see what it is. And it was wolves. It turned out to be two wolves. And then there was a guy on horseback. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel it's like he understand. was shooting at me originally, but I think maybe he was actually shooting at the wolf. It just seemed like he was shooting at me. Maybe he, you like accidentally like shot at him and he got mad after that because he started shooting at you. Yeah. So, okay. So what happened? So I'm riding away. There's like red dots show up on the map. Like there's a bad guy. Haley tells me to see what it is. And so I turn around and wool, like two, two wolves and a guy on horseback come out of the bushes. Um, and I ended up fighting one of the wolves and the guy on horseback chased the other one off but while he was still over by me, it seemed like he was shooting at me, which had me like, what the fuck, dude? Um, and he chased the other one off, and then I was trying to shoot it because I could see a red dot on the map still. So I was aiming at it, and I shot at something because the little red thing showed up. And then the guy came, like, started yelling at me, so I'm guessing I must have shot him. And so I had to kill him, too. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> The amount of times you have to I killed, kill someone. I killed, I skinned that one wolf, the one that I killed. something that happens. I know. It's <laughs> twice. If I had a nickel for how many times I had to kill a random NPC because I accidentally pissed them off, I'd have two nickels. <laughs> Which isn't a lot. But it was weird that it happened twice. And actually it's not that weird because the first time I ran over his sheep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad. Did we talk about that last time? I think we did. I also killed a sheep. It was... I was over by, um, um, I was over by Emerald Ranch, and I was leaving to go back to camp, and there was just a sheep, just, like, on the outskirts of the town, and so I, like, chased it out of the city limits, because it was not fenced in or anything, and then I shot it and collected its pelt, um, but, like, it was just a random sheep. Like, it had just gotten out of the fence, I guess. I don't know. Oh, and I also got ambushed by O'Driscoll's on my way to meet Albert. They, first they like, blocked off one end of the bridge with a big wagon. 
So I shot him up until there was only one guy left, and then he was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> he literally said, fuck this, and ran away. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Oh, and then, oh my god, it was so weird. I was out, like, I was coming back from Strawberry after I caught my Appaloosa and uh-huh. saw the trapper, and I ran into Javier, and it was that weird little, or the you know, random little side mission where Javier's like, they got Bill, we have to help Bill, and you can go shoot some bounty hunters. Yeah. And one of the bounty hunters ran. So I chased him. And then he disappeared, like the red dot disappeared. And I was like, oh, well, I guess he got away. So I went back to the campsite and Javier and Bill were gone. There was just a bunch of dead bodies on the ground. There like wasn't even really a campsite anymore. Like the tents had already despawned. But the dead bodies hadn't. (laughs) And Javier and Bill were gone. So I was like, okay, that was weird. Well, I guess I'll just get on my horse. And then someone's shooting at me. And I was like, like, I'm just getting shot at. I was so confused. It spooked my horse. Originally, she was staying put because she was like hitched to a tree, so she couldn't run. And but then I got on her, so I unhitched her, and <laughs> and then I got shot at. So my horse like I like jumped off my horse, and my horse ran away. I was like, "Who the fuck is shooting at me?" And the bounty hunter that ran off and disappeared, he respawned back at the campsite. <laughs> So I had to go over and kill him. But I shot him like three times from a distance with one of my one of my shotguns. And he didn't go down. Like he was just like standing there swaying. And I had to run over and like shoot him again a couple times. It was so he weird. Was swaying? The bounty hunter. The one that swaying? he was just standing there like swaying in place in the middle of the campsite. It was oh, the weirdest glitch. It was the weirdest glitch ever. It was okay. so funny. I also chased, chased an elk through a tunnel it was a perfect elk pelt originally and then i think i hit it with like four arrows trying to kill it and i chased it through an entire train tunnel which was a giant waste of time um and i ended up up at the top of the bear the legendary bears canyon which is where i died for the first time in my playthrough i died falling off a cliff <laughs> from that spot but i chased the 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 elk and i shot it so many times that by the time i managed to actually kill it it went from a perfect pelt to a poor pelt and i was like that was a giant waste of time oh no <laughs> you were there it was so bad i, I remember the uh train tunnel because <laughs> it was so fucking long i literally pulled my lantern out and then going back i pulled my lantern out and arthur dropped the the elk pelt and i was like crap can i only have one like elk can pelt. i can i not carry the elk pelt and have my lantern out but you can but the thing is he was like carrying the elk pelt and the lantern in the same hand so the lantern was glitched into the pelt and it just looked like the pelt was shining light everywhere <laughs> it was so weird it it i mm. <laughs> I get up to adventures. <laughs> I saved a guy from wolves. I got tuberculosis. I saved another guy from wolves. I saved a third guy from wolves and then he shot me. <laughs> I found a treasure. Finding treasures is the most fun. Yeah. I like finding treasures. Oh, I, I like still trying have those. To find the gold bars. I still have those gold bars. I gotta fence them. 